listening to the Ryback Show. Be me. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am the big guy, Ryback. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening from. We got a we got a hell of a show today. Happy Hump Day. Hope everyone is uh, is staying in a positive mindset, doing well. A lot of things going on, uh, not only here but in the world in general. There's just it is uh, a lot to talk about, and uh, I'm happy each and one of you are here today. We got a we're live on Ryback TV, also on Periscope there on Twitter, and uh, at Ryback Rules on Twitch. So thank you guys, everyone over at Twitch that is uh, following and subscribing over there as we are growing that platform. First things first, guys, paying the bills. All fan mail, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. We ask to please limit it to one to two pieces with a self-addressed stamped envelope, and you could be a part of fan mail shell shock. Feed Me More Nutrition, my all-natural supplement line, available on feedmemore.com and Amazon, guys. Premium supplements, the best supplements on the planet. No artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors. We are doing a $4,000 Halloween cash giveaway, guys. The contest, we have less than three days left. It ends this Friday, October 30th at midnight Pacific. All you have to do to get an entry, and you can, every purchase is a new entry, increasing your chances of winning, is go to feedmemore.com. We have an image on the homepage there, a Halloween image of myself that has the instructions on it. All you simply have to do, though, is purchase a supplement, purchase anything on the website, use discount code HALLOWEEN4000. You get 20% off your order. 20% off, guys. You get an option for a free premium shaker bottle and workout towel. 20% off. Free shaker bottle, free workout towel with whatever along with what you purchased. And you get an automatic entry into the $4,000. And on Halloween, guys, I'm going to be announcing the winner here on Ryback TV, Periscope, and Twitch at Ryback Rules. And one of you will be selected and will have $4,000 in your bank account on Saturday afternoon. That is right around the corner, ladies and gentlemen simply for buying supplements that work. So if you go to the website, take a look at the products we have to offer, see what maybe lines up in accordance to with what you want, your goals, your fitness, health and fitness needs and desires. $4,000 could be yours this Saturday. Feedmemore.com. Fuel Meals, personal meal prep service I've been with for many years. Custom meal, signature meal, steak, chicken. We got all the different vegetables, broccoli, uh, cauliflower, green beans, asparagus, brown rice, white rice, sweet potato, sweet potato fries, quesadillas, salmon, tilapia. They got the whole shebang, ladies and gentlemen. Go to fuelmeals.com. Tell them the big guy sent you. Use discount code the big guy. Get 15% off meal prep at your doorstep. Personal videos by yours truly. I just wrapped up a handful of them yesterday. Guys, cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback. Videos for all occasions. And Vincent Kennedy McMahon Jr. does not get a cut of the big guy's proceedings. Teespring, the official Feed Me More store, guys. Uh, Feed Me More Nutrition store, the big guy Ryback store. We have new shirts with uh, me doing the stupid uh, hitting the head there available on there. We have Feed Me More Halloween shirts available. We got freaking jacked shirts up there. Feed Me More Nutrition face mask, which I just posted on Instagram earlier. Uh, in multiple colors, guys, which are the most comfortable mask I've worn, not because of the Feed Me More Nutrition logo. The Teespring folks have uh, done a good job getting a really quality mask. And I mean, I've used my other one from the beginning of this pandemic, and uh, it's still going strong. And I just got a new red one, too, with that. So check those out. And then my book, Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, available on Amazon and paperback, Audible, and Kindle formats. Podcast reviews, guys, if you could take a minute to swing to iTunes or Stitcher, it really helps this show out as we continue to get more listens and more downloads and more views. And your reviews greatly, greatly help us out uh, on this cause and growing the show. Friends of the show, Zevia, Stevia sweetened calorie-free soda, no artificial colors or sweeteners. sweeteners. And uh, I've been with them. I've been with them for a long time, guys. It's my favorite Soda, it's not, you know, they're in all the stores pretty much now. They're always at the Whole Foods or the natural grocers, places like Smith's here in Las Vegas. A lot of the grocery stores 
Walmart, I think, is carrying them in, in, in different locations. So check them out, guys. They're a great, great alternative to, to regular sodas and the aspartame and sucralose, as you know, I don't like. The Farmer's Dog, real dog food for real pets. Sophie and Little Guy have been on that since the beginning of the year. It is really, 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 I noticed a major difference in their attitude and their energy levels, guys. Um, they also were very kind to send a, a um, thing of flowers uh, for Sophie, uh, which we got up in the uh, on the bar in the dining room, The uh, which was a nice little gesture from them. On that, and uh, hopefully, you're going to also have a, a direct affiliate link uh, to work with them with you guys because I'm a big fan. I told them I just I like to plug them guys because they're 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 top notch. It is more expensive than regular dog food. It's also superior to regular dog food. Um, and uh, our pets, you know, I love my pets more than anything, and uh, they have a lot of options on uh, their website with all the vitamins and minerals your dog needs in in real food and uh, very easy, very quick, very efficient way uh, to feed the dogs and Sophie and little guy go crazy for their food every morning. They used to not want to eat like little guy would eat pretty good. Sophie would oftentimes walk away and not eat, just eat here and there. She eats everything in one sitting, has it not eaten everything in one sitting since, since we've switched her over her and little guy, true panion pet insurance for your pets. Sophie and little guy have been with them from the beginning. They've had her back from day one. If you don't use true panion, look into other pet insurance regardless. I like them. They're the one I chose. And uh, like I said, they've had selfies from the beginning. Bio Accelerator, the uh, the official stem cell company of the big guy Ryback of the Ryback Rejuvenation Tour, Ryback Rejuvenation, Ryback Regeneration. We are we are we are back, and uh, we are looking forward to early 2021 getting my final stem cells down there. But if you have a loved one, guys are in pain, give them a follow on Instagram. Hit them up. You can get their contact information on their Bio Accelerator Instagram or Twitter. Austin Aries also works with them. He's helped get everything set up with me for my final treatments and uh, looking forward to getting back in the ring uh, early in 2021. All right. And then Ryback on Twitter, the big guy Ryback 22 on Instagram, the big guy Ryback 22 on TikTok, the Ryback show, Ryback TV, feed me more nutrition on Instagram, Ryback 247 on Snapchat. I'm Ryback rules on Twitch and Ryback TV, youtube.com backslash Ryback TV for entertainment and inspiration out the wahoo right here. Whew, that was a long one. How are you guys doing today? Big guy's a real chatty Kathy on this show, guys, if you're not used to that yet. Looking uh, looking at a few questions. Yeah, the, the sponsor game is strong. I like to do the sponsors up front, guys, and then we can just have a good time, Right. And force you guys to listen to them. <laughs> I got the people in here. We do it live rather than you do the show. You do them on the back end. People just tune out. You get them, you get them, you force them to listen to those plugs. Sometimes I'm on a roll. Sometimes I'm a little jibber jabberish with the words chopping up, tripping over my feet. But uh, here we are. Here we are. I'm uh, looking to see if we have any morning questions before we get going. Hey, big guy. Would you ever go to AEW? Absolutely, John. They're my number one choice right now, and uh, by 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 a long shot. And uh, all I can do is get myself in, in back into to tip top health. I've uh, trained. I've kept an optimistic attitude. I've busted my ass to put myself in this position to uh, have an opportunity to get back in the game. And uh, you know, if, if all the cards line up and we're able to to get everything hashed out, I would. Um, I'm a big fans of everything they're doing. And uh, everyone I've talked to has had nothing but positive things to say about not not just the promotion, but but, but Tony Khan and and the backstage environment, uh, where it's more of a a team atmosphere with everybody wanting to get the most out of everyone. And uh, that's what I always thought wrestling was when I got into it. Even though it, my experiences were, were different in WWE being with them from the beginning, uh, it was very te a tense atmosphere from from my from day one. From day one, fear was was instilled, uh, and that's what they wanted. It, it's it's bred and instilled from from the top down. Um, from everything I've gathered, and I'm at a point now where it that doesn't even you know it, it, it's I'm at such a point where I, and I've evolved and grown up in the industry from since the age of 22. So now it, it's that doesn't doesn't really play into effect everything, but I don't want to be around it either on that. And, uh, you know, with everything that AEW is doing the one day a week, I tell you, I, I, 
even coming back and being healthy, I never would want to go back to be five days a week. I don't think it's any way to live. I think that the wrestling industry needs to be regulated a little better uh, on whoring out human lives like Vince has done. And I believe AEW is the future of pro wrestling. And I, I adamantly, I, I say that adamantly, and I believe it. I believe it from the bottom of my heart with just seeing the way things are going. And um, it's going to take a little time, but they're uh, they're the number one choice. I've, I've been very clear about that, guys. And uh, I, I talked to Cody a while back, and I just said, "Let me get my let me get myself where I need to get." And uh, and I you know hopefully the, there's an opportunity to work together and. Uh, because I, I believe I believe it would be a very beneficial relationship to both parties um, within pro wrestling. And, and, and again, I had to get my health in line. I go hard and I don't want to go back and go for a year. And then, you know, I wasn't ready. I, 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 I went too quick. And I know now I'm at that point. That's not going to happen. I just got to get the final procedures. That's more mentally, more mental for me. And that was the game plan all along. That was supposed to be in April and it got pushed back here because of COVID with everything to February uh, with bio accelerator, but I'm more than grateful. Uh, I'm more than grateful to have my health back. And uh, I truly believe everything happens uh, for a reason and for, it's been for my favor and benefit. Uh, and I believe my best days wrestling are lie ahead and that you're going to see the Ryback character thrive on being and with everything that I'm doing business wise and with my branding on, on YouTube and content on Twitch, all this stuff I'm going to continue doing, by the way, I think you're going to see a higher level Ryback at the end of this. But I also think, and, and I think there's going to be a crossover for me, hopefully more than just wrestling. I love wrestling. I want to get back in the game and I know what it takes. The good thing is I got the blueprint and I, it's encoded in my head. I know how to succeed at the highest level. I've done it. I've closed out shows at the highest levels for a good period of time. I've worked crowds. I've learned from the best. I've had, you know, I've been in the ring with Punk, with Cena, with Jericho on a consistent basis, uh, and other guys, Sheamus, so many, the Shield guys night in, night out, even though they were early on, but their development was still still great at that point. All these guys where you don't lose that. You don't forget that. I never have. I never lost my confidence. So now it's just a matter of boom, boom follow the game plan, get myself in the best physical place I could be and mentally just commit all the way. I like the team atmosphere. Uh, my attitude, just knowing there's another option that I don't have to go back to that environment where it's more, you have to more in, in cutthroat in a negative way where, you know, I, and I'm so confident now with what I'm doing. I'm so happy in my personal life with everything I've been able to grow and achieve that I'm not so, um, invested emotionally wrestling like I was with WWE where it felt like my world was being crushed when everything was taken away from me because that was my goal I wanted to be the top guy and wanted that was so that you know and I had no control over it and that really bothered me I have control over my life now and now I'm able to walk back and choosing to go back which is a major major like difference between having to go back and, and wanting to go back and um yeah, they're the top promotion. I've said it. I've said it along. It's, it's beyond obvious, guys, and it has nothing against any of the other promotions or or anything of that nature. It's just WWE is not. A, that's never happening. There would the and I've heard people say, "What would it take to go back to WWE?" And I just like I said, that environment alone is you know it's not it's not con condu conducive to to a positive mindset to a, to a healthy life. Um, even if they they cut back one day a week, you know, if that was the thing, but it would take so much. And, and even then try everything would have to be in writing. Um, I would want public apologies with what they're doing too, with my social media. It's just too personal. I'd rather just like keep that chapter closed and moved on. And, and which I'd like to do now, but they don't, they, they, they poke and prod, which is why I, I stay the way that I am. And I hate it, but I have to, you can't, I've learned, you can't let them walk all over you because they'll, 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 they'll try to crush you. And uh, which is why I've been able to have success is because I don't don't lay down and, and I keep fighting back and I've gotten everything up to this point and I've kept everything and they can't do anything about it. Ryback's kind of the final part of all of this to get that away from them. I could use it to my name. They can't stop me from using it. It's my legal name. I could just the big guy Ryback Reeves. There's nothing they could do now. I can't merchandise Ryback if they end up getting it, if they got it or if the thing got canceled or whatever. But that's why we're taking it away from them so that I fully own the actual trademark for merchandising purposes. And um, 
and like I said, close that, close that, that part of, of the, of the chapter of my life forever and, and be grateful for everything, but just it's over. And I, and I don't, I, I think wrestling needs to grow and evolve. And I like what, what they're doing over at AEW and they got a great roster. I've talked to enough of the people and I go, man, this is like what I, my expectations were when I got into wrestling. And unfortunately my career being in the different developmentals, it wasn't quite that, that experience, even though you have good relationships with a lot of people in developmental, the, the, the WWE atmosphere, like I said, is very fear-based. It always has been. It always will be. I don't think they know any other way unless they get bought out and implement new, new, um, top office executives. All the, I mean, talking all the way down, like Hunter has to go all of them, Stephanie and Kevin Dunn. Like it, 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 it's all, it's just a fear mentality and that's their environment that they chose to breed. And that's fine. Like I said, and I, but I, you have a choice in life and I made a choice to get out of that, uh, to save my health and my life. I firmly, firmly believe. And I saved my career. If I would have stayed for six more months, I would have had to retire. So, and that, that's not like, that's real, real, real life talk. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what where my head is at with everything, and um, and I look forward to uh, evolving and growing as a performer. I feel like uh, my promo game and me being me, I'm very confident in that, and I think now people understand my personality a lot better. I think it's going to allow for a deeper connection uh, to the to the wrestling fan base, regardless of the role that I play uh, on TV. And I don't think that I don't think anyone would argue with I don't. I don't think there's anyone that could be as is as angry and, and rage as and it is intense as the big guy Ryback when he's honed in and locked in and on his game. Uh I, I personally think I'm the best. So uh we'll see what happens. And that's and that's being just confident in who and what I am and what I bring to the table and being an energy-based wrestler. So hopefully we got crowds back early next year and uh you know everything everything lines up. See if we uh, got any other questions before we get going today, guys. I do. You know what I want? We'll get going here. Um, no, buddy, you do not make money. That's another good question here. Uh, do you make Snipe Gang? Douglas says, do you make money off your matches on WWE Network when people watch your matches? And Jericho had Andrew Yang on already and talked about it. No, no, guys. You don't get paid for anything. So. In WWE, uh, they when they use your videos on YouTube, on the videos of you, uh, and the the wrestlers, you know, we don't get a portion of that. They they are solely profiting off of YouTube, and with and I know because I'm on YouTube, I make ad revenue with everything. So they and they are getting they have they have an enormous fan base on there. So what they do, and it, so let me I'll, and I'll just kind of just give you an example here, you know the WWE has these contracts and they don't have anything in there. They've not updated them to pay performers for social media. You know, I got a video with Kane. I got a lot of videos with with them, millions and millions of views dating back, you know, and then there's some in the hundreds of the thousands, but there's a lot in the millions or something when you're with other people and you're all involved in there's one with me and Kane that has like 30 something million views. It's done huge numbers. Me and Kane don't get anything from that. that. That goes straight to Vince. So people like it's, there's a lot of weird things that they have. They've not updated. The WWE network is one of them where they're not paying the performers. And, they, and again, I, I came up in a horrible period with wrestling of the guys are, we didn't get, I didn't get one. I never got one good video game check and it, it is what it is that, that they, they slashed the rates from like 65, 75, 85,000 from the base pay to about 11,000, 11, 12,000 for the year on um, those. And those games were still the best selling games. Uh, during those periods and uh, which sucks because you work your life to get to a point and you need to capitalize on things. Right. Well, and then, and they, they made their money still, but they they've slashed rates on what they're given because nobody could do anything about it. And there's no protection for the talent. And it's the same, just, you know, pay-per-views with the network or pay-per-views I made. There were some really good pay-per-views early on. Then they switched to the network when I'm beginning of my career and uh, our pay-per-views, we didn't get, we didn't make hardly anything. I mean, they were now, I think everything's increased. And I noticed towards the end, there was a slight increase, but there was a good chunk and I was on everything. It wasn't, wasn't what it used to be. And uh, it's just, it sucks. There's no, there's no one to control them, to regulate them and they could just do whatever they want. And it's unfortunate, but you know, grateful for everything I was able to get out of the business. And uh, 
And in the position that I'm in now, I learned a lot of valuable lessons about life, about my character, about who I am, about courage, and uh, very, very thankful. All right, guys, I want to, uh, first things first, uh, I noticed this morning, uh, unfortunately, I saw the the news that Tracy Smothers uh, has passed away, and uh, so rest in peace uh, to Tracy Smothers, and uh, I, got, I met him once uh, at an indie show in Tennessee um, when I first got released out of WWE Developmental, um, and I was very uncomfortable. I didn't know, obviously, I, I didn't have a lot of indie experience. It was my first indie show, I think. I, I think I did one with Al, and <clears throat> tough enough, we'd went to a couple, but like actually being on one. And uh, I remember like we had the little, had a little Polaroid camera because this was before like we were doing like they, you do Polaroid cameras to when you uh, at the little gimmick table. And Tracy just remember came up and cracked a few jokes and just said, he goes, if you need anything, let me know. <clears throat> he was so kind and uh, it just made me feel comfortable. And I never forgot. I never forgot it. I just remember the the curly hair and came over and uh, I just remember thinking, man, that guy's really nice. And, uh, and then obviously in, in, in knowing who he was and throughout his career, you hear all these other like good stories about, about what a nice human he was. And it's just, that's just another example. Like, and he didn't have to be, I, I wasn't anybody. I didn't do anything yet in wrestling. So, and, uh, he just went out of his way just to, to make me feel comfortable though. And, uh, you know, so it, it was a very valuable lesson too, for me is you, you never know what anyone's going through and just a simple, you know, nice gesture. And, uh, uh you know, if I could do anything for you, if you need to have any questions, just ask, you know, can go a long way. So, uh, man, God bless him and his family. And, uh, yeah, it, it's what a year, right? What a year with a uh, 2020. I did notice too, before we get into today's topic and uh, maybe a few more questions is, uh, I saw the, what's going on in the world, crazy times we live in. We really, 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 this is why I like doing this daily show too, is we got to really be on top of our game and do our best to not be a part of the problem that is going on in the world. Cause right now we're like a jar full of, of ants and, and you know, you, you ever seen, I've seen the different, if you ever seen that if they put red ants and black ants in a jar, they'll be fine. But if you shake it, they'll start fighting each other. We're like the red ants and the black ants right now. And, and there's somebody shaking us. And what's happening now is our humans are turning against humans and, you know, I see what's going on late, and it's all across the world at various things, everything with COVID and, and all this, right? Everyone, people are out of work at a mass level. I, I see it from a business standpoint. I've seen changes in spending. Like it, it's concerning for everyone involved on, on what's going on. But but tensions are really high. And you see like the thing in Philadelphia and uh, the with uh, Walter Wallace and, and, and getting shot, right? And... The, the Philadelphia riots and there's people and you see this and, it, and it's really easy to get angry over it. And rightfully so, because it, it, it it's complete BS what's going on and we have to be better than this, but we, we can't keep dwelling on, on, on the problem necessarily like in a negative way, we have to look for solutions to things. And I can tell you rioting and looting, it doesn't fit into the big picture in anything. And, and, and there's uh, even seeing things, looters are shooting other looters. Like, so this just tells you, like, we need to put a stop to this and we need to allow the police to do their jobs. Um, it's really difficult because, you know, people want to be angry. And I think right now is the, we need to get people back to work. We need to get at, we need to get everything up and running because the repercussions of not doing that are far greater, and we're seeing it play out. Not just here, a guy got beheaded in France, out in the street, a teacher. Like there's chaos everywhere, but there's so much love and goodness also. But we're highlighting all all the negative all the time. But we have we have to find a way to to keep ourselves busy because what I see is I see a lot of young people and there's older people too involved, but specifically there's a lot of young people out of work that are lost and confused and angry and in like social media, that movie, social dilemma, everything going on. 
everyone's being fed negativity, which is why I preach this positive mindset and being aware and not watching the news, not getting caught up in it. Or if you are limiting it, it severely, just to what you need to know, just if, if you really need to know stuff. But, you know, I just look at this and I'm just like, what are we doing? It, it, it's, it's just like it, we're going further and further down this hole, but we are, you know, no system is perfect, guys. Nothing's perfect in this world. There's, But we need to be grateful because I can tell you having some structure and law and order is 100% needed. There's a lot of bad people out there, a lot of great people, but there's a lot of bad people. And there have been from the beginning of time. If we allow the bad people to control things and there's the bad people on social media, the low, the people that maybe not as educated, more, more, more likely to act out, they are linking up together in high numbers and they are dictating the way things are going. It will be the destruction of everything. If we continue to allow that, we can't allow it. We have to stop. We have to allow the police to do their jobs. It's not us versus the police. Like I said, we're we're in a jar and everyone, something, someone or something is shaking us right now. And there's two ways to go about this. And it's it's looking for solutions and, and getting back on track or just continuing to go the other way. And, and, and like I said, with violence and, and looting and rioting, you know, you tell me. I would love it. I would love to see if there's one person here that's live on the comments. You tell me how destroying a Walmart and Foot Locker and other stores, tell me how that's beneficial. Because what's going to happen is people that were working and surviving at those places are going to be out of jobs. Those places aren't going to open back up in those communities, causing further damage, more people unemployed. You see, and it's, 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 there's a, we have a large portion of the world, we're, very, we're overpopulated, and there's a large portion of the world, world that's uneducated. And, and they're not, they're not, they're, they're, they don't want to, you know, the way the world works is you bust your ass, you keep a positive mindset, you hustle, and, and you, get, you catch a break and you, things go your way. And there's a lot of people that don't want to do that. And they're going the other way. And now, like, if we allow just chaos to ensue, it's going to ruin it for everybody. It's going to ruin. There's nowhere to go from it. There's just nowhere to go from it. Nothing. It's, it's, we got to allow people to do their jobs. We got to allow the police to do their jobs, you know, and this is, you know, a lot of people won't have the balls to say it, but I'll say it, you know, don't have a knife on you or threaten cops. You won't get fucking shot guys. Mind your business, abide by the rules. You won't get fucking shot. Race not involved, color not involved. If I'm doing something illegal, I'm choosing to put myself in jeopardy. My choice. Bottom line, we got to be better than that. And we're distracting ourselves worrying. There's a lot of dumb motherfuckers in the world, guys. Are we going to distract ourselves with all the dumb motherfuckers time and time again? And choose to get angry over what other people are doing and screwing up over? You can't do it. It doesn't work that way. You're never going to win. It's not conducive to a healthy, positive mindset. So when we got, we got social media and people fueling this rage and anger and this negativity and people getting riled up over stuff that's not even their business. Don't commit a crime. Don't do stupid shit. I'm telling you. Now, are there rare circumstances where things happen? Yes, we can all acknowledge that. No system is perfect. But man, we are being shaken right now. We're being shaken hard and people are turning against people in the wrong way. We need to be uniting and coming together and looking for solutions. We need to open back up. We need to get people back to work. We need to get the young workforce, people busy, focused, making money with their time. What we're doing right now is not working. It's not working. We're getting evidence of that daily. We're getting direct feedback on that. So that's my opinion on that. We need to get back on track. So focus on the solutions over the problems. And I will say, Jane Gaming, yes, uh, this pandemic makes people depressed, but we have to stay positive and everything will be fine. And we do that by focusing on ourselves and also by giving and helping. You know, you know what I have that on, on my what I'm going to talk about today, but one of the quickest ways to getting a feel good attitude, guys, is doing stuff for other people, volunteering at a local homeless shelter. Uh, or a food bank, anything to to do to give back, guys. 
to, to get you in the right frame of mind. I promise you, I promise you, it's the quickest way to feeling good. Doing acts of kindness for others. When you have no other place to start, you don't know where to focus, do something nice for somebody else. It will instantly start to shift you into a feel-good thing where you will start to attract better things into your life. And with that today, I want to talk about overcoming adversity, which we're all we're all overcoming. We're all in adversity right now, one way or the other with this. So it's a highly relatable topic. Uh, I'm looking here to see. Yeah, that's another good comment here on this too. I've been off Facebook for two weeks. Everything has been better since. Uh, social media gives undeserving voices a platform, and that's what's ruining our planet. Looking uh, is looting is stupid, by the way. Dean, I'm with you, and I think taking breaks and getting away from social media is is key to so many things, which I preach living in the real world and forming real relationships with people. Um, we're being played on multiple fronts. We're being shaken really hard right now, and we have artificial intelligence feeding us negativity and hate. Um, and I don't know, I don't think any of us fully know exactly what's going on. I just know there's only, we could either act ne react negatively to it or positively. And, and that's why I'm doing my thing, trying to, to just continue to have a voice with whatever I can, even being suppressed on everything, because it, it's better than going the other way. And also we got to, we focus on ourselves. You know, I find ways to work harder during this and, and to continue to try to motivate and empower other people uh, and that's because learning and, and, and knowledge is power, guys. We have to. And because uh, the world is changing, it's changing rapidly. And uh, it, it doesn't have to change for the worse. It can change for the better. Um, but that's up to us. And, you know, like you said, it, it has a lot. Of <clears throat> the social media, the great thing about it and the bad thing about it is it allows us all to link link up. Right. It allows the world connect to connect. Well, a major drawback of that is that it allows like minds to connect regardless of where your mindset is. So if you have a very hateful, negative, destructive mindset, you are now able to find those other people on the planet. And there are a lot of them, guys. There are a lot of them that unfortunately. And, and that is social media allows anybody to put out anything. And a lot of it, you're not really, it just kind of blurs the lines Whereas if a person were to say something in real life that I mean, nobody would even give it pay at the time of day on social media, that can create an uproar. You know, you got people editing videos to push out the message they want to push. And it, it, it's it's happening. It's everywhere. There's a lot of truth and facts and great content. It's the most amazing time to learn. But it's also a very dangerous time because it's all unfiltered. And people, there's young people that are being raised on it that don't know that they're being fed lies. They don't know. Because they're not, they they haven't the education wise. They're behind everything from how they were raised with their parents not being there. There's a lot of kids in that position now, and they're forming really strong opinions on things. And they're not wired the same as people in the past. They're not. It's day. I see it firsthand. I see it with how people act. I'm just like, this is a different generation that we've created with 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 everything. And so it's also we got to take the steps to continue to raise this and preach positivity and just try. And we do that by fixing our lives and being our best. That's the most, the best thing we could do. And then, and, and then continuing to build and unite and link together and grow for the better. So, but today guys, uh, as far as uh, overcoming adversity, um, a lot of this, you know, I've been through multiple things in my life where I've had the my back against the wall and have been able to dig down and, and find a way to, to overcome the adversity at that given point in time. And, you know, I can go back and it, it's funny, just in a lot of it with wrestling too, I, I look back and, and I'm going to, I got five little tips here that I think kind of are keys to, to overcoming adversity that can, to, can help which actually we'll go into those first before we give examples. On those, the first one I have is having a positive mindset. And, and again, we have a positive mindset by choosing to feel good and to choose to be happy. And again, the first step is, you know, trying to, to help out others and do things that, you know, read, listen to audiobooks, look for content that makes us feel good. Let's not 
Oh, for every negative story out there, there's 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 a positive story, guys. We just have to look for it. And then the more we report and the more we see, the more we're going to run into. And the way that our phones work, too, is the more positive stuff we look at, typically that's what is kind of fed to us, right? So with the AI, with what they're doing, with the whole social dilemma thing. So we got a choice in that, and we, we, have, to, we have to be very proactive in it daily. Uh, two is focusing again. I mentioned this earlier, focusing on the solutions more than the problems. Uh, it's, it's always, we have to acknowledge the problems and that's not what we're, we're not talking about not acknowledging them, but we have to be aware enough to know that if we dwell on it and we call our friends or the people we talk to, and we just bitch and complain over and over and over again. And we talk about all the time, you know, what's wrong with this? What's wrong with that? Well, how can we, how can we fix it? Let's have that conversation, the solutions, focusing on the solutions more than the problems over the problems. It's the only way. It's the only way we, we actually overcome problems. We have to get past them. We have to find a way to shift out of the problem. The problem is the problem. The problem's there, right? And there's examples of this too. And like, I have things in my life. There's a lot of different things I'm involved in. I got some things right now that are absolutely doing horrible in my life. I don't focus on them though. I'm positive and I'm optimistic. It's going to be all right. I focus on the things that are doing well. And I, and I don't, I don't, and I don't look at the other things. I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't look at it, you know, is is the just dwelling on the problem. I go, well, okay, that's the problem that exists currently in my life. Um, well, if I do this, this, and this, these are going to be the solutions to where that's not going to be a problem anymore. You see, and it's something, and it take it's taken a lot of time, and it, I remind myself at times when I sometimes see some stuff and I get a little upset. I just go, no, we're going to be all right. We're, good. we're focusing on this now. This is what this is what we're all in on right now. So, solutions over problems. Uh, talking more about solutions. And again, this kind of ties in, it's the same with that, but it's it's choosing to have more positive conversations, choosing to surround ourselves with positive-minded, like-minded people, not people that are negative, not other people that talk about their problems. And if we do catch them, we try to get them out of it. And if they can't and they don't want to stop, then we, we got to move on. We have to find other people or we, we, you know, when I've said this time and time again, there's nothing wrong. If you have nobody in your circle, read audiobooks. Those, that's your circle, successful, happy people. And there's, there's a lot of them out there. Put them in your circle. They teach you directly through audiobooks, through podcasting, through different platforms. Keep those people in your circle. Telling you makes a difference, guys. Every little bit adds up every day. Number four, this can't do anything without this. I got a poster framed in here, the, the 10X by Grant Cardone. But you got a 10X, you got to have a 10X work attitude. What we do when we find what we're going we're, we're gonna to focus, what we're going to work on, what we need to do, what we need to do to get out of those problems, we got to have a 10X work attitude. We can't half-ass anything, guys. We got to go all in. And uh, in, in life, it's not easy. There's a lot of people and you got to want it. You got to be hungry. You got to you got to really have your back up against the wall. You, and if your back's not against the wall, you got to act like it is. You've heard people. I've heard The Rock go and give speeches to multi-million-dollar athletes, sports teams, preaching this same similar thing on how every day his back is against the wall. Every day he's hungry, and I love it. And that's how I've always lived my life. On this, you have to. You have to, you can't become complacent. You can't get lazy. You got to realize if you want something, you got to find a way to do the work because there's other people that will be willing to do the work and you can't focus on them, but you just got to, you got to focus on you and you got to know you got to do the work. You can have a positive mindset all day long. You could have the biggest vision and dream. You could map everything out. If you fail to do the work, it will not happen. Now, typically when you're that strong in the other areas, the work is going to be, the work is going to be there because you're on track. But sometimes I've seen it where not. So you got to have a 10x work attitude. And I highly recommend if you haven't read 10x by the 10x rule by Grant Cardone, go get it. That the secret, the law, the the power, uh, that the secret and the power. Three books: the law of love, the law of attraction, and uh, a book that will teach you how to do the work. Grant is a hustler as hustler. 
He sell or be sold. He's I've learned a lot from him. He's got a, a beautiful family. He's living the life. He he employs a lot of people. He he does the 10x conferences out here in Vegas. And man, and you don't you don't have to agree with everything that he says, but the man knows how to work and he's overcome a lot of adversity in his life. So he has a blueprint. So I take that aspect of he knows how to do the work. I want and I take that into what I'm doing with my life with that, having a balance of a healthy mindset. And and I've been able to do that with multiple people. So check that out. And number five, the number five. Uh, fifth thing is, is just to give more to, you know, if we don't feel good, we don't know where to start. We feel, we feel overwhelmed. Uh, we're in a hole, you know, life is we're, we're depressed. We're sad. We have to start feeling good. You know, it, it, we have to, you know, it always tell you, fix your food, fix your mood that that ties into all of this. That's extremely important. But on this, for this, it's, it's give more. And if you need to get back on track, it, it's, start doing some things for other people because what you're going to see that happens is your mindset starts shifting into a, a place of gratitude and feeling good. And all of a sudden you just things shift in our minds when we're feeling good. We, we attract different things. We have ideas come to us that they maybe wouldn't come to us. I've had days where I feel there's where there's like dark, dark down days and I keep moving. I don't stop where, but I'm a little, maybe a little anxiety kicks in. You don't know why we all get it from time to time on things. But then I find when I'm able to shift out of it and in whatever it is, and maybe it's just the next day and just wake up and it, it, it just in a much better mood, but like the ideas are flowing and I go, I can't believe what the hell was wrong with me yesterday. Like your mind just works differently when it's in a good place. So giving back is, is a great, great way uh, to getting on track with that, guys. You know, I've had different times in my life uh, with, with major adversity. Um, I look back. Before I was even in the mindset I am now, I'll never forget during WWE Tough Enough uh, going out on the beach at Venice Beach. Uh, the first day, and, and they picked the top 50 people in the, in the world to come in for these tryouts. And the first day was they were going to narrow it down to the to the top 25. And then from that, it was going to be the final eight, the second day. But the first day, we had to do a level three military obstacle course in the sand. And I'd never had, had, had I run in the sand when I was a kid, but not like for conditioning or anything of that nature. And I was in tip top shape or, or so I thought. Um, and but I was all gung ho and. Uh, that first day, I'll never forget, I watched a lot of people get carried away on stretchers and taken into ambulances. They passed out from fatigue. It was no joke. And then there were some people completing the course, but they they paced themselves. They done a good job. Well, I go, I want to have the best time. I want to show everybody I was 285 pounds. I wanted, I could, I could go with the best of them. And I zipped through this level three course, the first three quarters without a hitch, without a, the, the military instructor and Bill DeMott didn't say a word to me. My legs finally hit full-blown fatigue. I started, I started dropping in the sand. I go, what the hell's going on? I'd never had felt fatigue. You know, all my days of sports and football, baseball, everything, growing up soccer, never had felt my legs give out like that. They were shot. My legs were done. I didn't know what to do. They were on me. They were telling me I was a loser. I was going to get carried away that just to give up and quit. I just kept dragging myself through the sand. I pulled myself up over multiple uh, hurdle things I had to, that you were supposed to like push yourself up and jump over. I had to literally pull myself up with my arms. My legs were dead and crash to the ground and do it over and over and just dig myself with my elbows. I had to go into this net. It was the one of the worst periods points of my life. The Miz actually did the course after me and beat me, passed me up in the course on it. Uh, it was a very true story. And I remember just thinking like, Jesus, but I did a very important thing. I didn't stop. And I showed WWE, they saw that I burned myself out and it probably was, the, it, it probably was the defining moment that got me picked for the show is they saw a guy who had nothing left that kept going somehow. And for me, I remember what was going through my head is I dropped out of college for this show, I dropped out of college before I even got picked because my confidence was so high. I've always had this confidence in myself because I know I won't quit. Well, it's, I'm either going to die or I make it. <laughs> and uh, I get through the course 
And it was the most, I, I was dead. I had to go get an oxygen tank and I, I, I was able to hide behind a bathroom like uh, maybe a few hundred yards away. Nobody knew where I was. I, I was on an oxygen tank getting oxygen. One of the ambulance people gave me it. I go, please help me get over. They helped me get over there. Nobody, nobody knew WWE where I went. I finally had to finish the rest of the day uh, of the, the contest. And I was able to, I had enough strength to come back and finish everything. But what was going through my head on that obstacle course was I dropped out of college. If I were, were to have quit, I would have had to go home and face my, my parents, who my dad, who I was living with at the time while I was in school. I adopted another dog. I went and adopted another dog for my dog's Roxy at the time. And my dog, Shira, that, that we had at the time, went and bought a, a, a puppy because I was so confident I was going to make it. So now I was going to have to go. But my dad was not happy that his son just dropped out of college and for, for wrestling that he's never liked, right? But in my head, I knew failure was not an option. And I found a way to dig down and, and to keep going. And, and that right there was what got me on the show at the end of it. And the next day was, by the way, was a level 10 obstacle course. And I, now, had I not in the, acknowledged this and realized I, I took the time to not dwell on how my energy was shot from that first day. I was, I stayed up almost all night in the hotel. I got a little bit of sleep, but I was just literally focusing on how can I get through this level 10 obstacle course? What can I do? I was focusing without even knowing at the time. I was focusing on a solution to getting through this course that I hadn't done yet, rather than getting down on myself for not doing that first course the correct way. And what I came to, I came to the realization, because you have to remember, I'm in the moment. I didn't have, there wasn't a lot like how I can look back now and what I knew about conditioning is I had to pace myself. And that next day, and I stayed up all night and I realized, I go, I have to pace myself I have to be okay, not maybe having the best time, but having a good time. I just have to survive this. I have to find a way. And by just focusing on the solutions, I was able to come up with some answers that got me. And I had a fantastic time the next day. One of the better times, specifically for being as big as I was, probably the best time for my size. But it wasn't, it was, I was doing some of these things that I'm talking about here without even knowing it at the time. But if I would have stayed up and just focused on, on the problem, I wanted, I, I like, and I, man, I'm, I'm done. There's no way I could do it. I've got, that was a level three. And I, 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 that took everything out of me. Level 10, I'm dead. Not once did I have that conversation with myself, not once. And uh, it's a really powerful thing though, focusing on the solutions because more often than not, we will, we will get some sort of answer and it might not be the best answer, but it'll be an answer nonetheless. And, it, and that answer may eventually lead us to the right answer. You know, we go, I, I talk about my ankle injury, you know, when I was with Nexus. Hor horrific incident, guys, horrific incident with that. And botch surgery, two botch surgeries, permanent nerve damage done with all that. And I was told by three doctors I was never going to wrestle again. And I've talked about that on the Ryback show, uh, number six live on here. If you want the full story on me and WWE, I highly recommend everyone to listen to that. That because I get go, I get those questions every day, and that will that will give you guys all the answers you need to everything, um, so that we don't have to always repeat that. But it was a really uh, down time for me in in life because I'd had my leg taken away from me, and my like, I didn't know if I was ever going to be able to earn a living being you know doing what I love, let alone anything else. Uh, I had difficulty walking. I was in a wheelchair for a long time. I was on crutches for over a year. It, it sucked walking with a limp really bad after that because I, I was supposed to be using the crutches and I just couldn't get myself to do them anymore. I looked at the time, what can I control on this? I never for once thought that, you know, my wrestling career was going to be over. Uh, and so what I did is I, I watched matches. I remember I ordered... Every WWE DVD, I had the, the office send me whatever they could. I bought everything uh, online. I just kept buying all because I, I watched at the time, and there was other wrestling too, but I was heavy WWE because that's the style. 
and going back and stuff from the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s. I would dissect matches. I would watch. Whenever I was I would watch in the morning, I would go do my rehab. And then I would come home. I had these ice machine that would the, this game ready that would wrap around my ankle and leg multiple times a day and just watch match after match after match. I would stop. I watched it like game film because I couldn't wrestle. Right. So I needed to be, okay, what would I do in this situation right here? And it really started opening me up to like creative from a creative standpoint, wrestling on doing some different things and, and finding things that I could do as the Ryback character. Cause that's what I wanted to come back as. And I was already in my head and convinced of it, which inevitably ended up happening. But, and I was very vocal on that, but it was, Focusing on solutions. I'd go work out every day for hours every day, whether I was in a wheelchair, crutches. I didn't stop my diet. I was impeccable at the time with how my current diet was. I would I would crutch myself to the grocery store. I would ride the little cart. I have a picture of me. Maybe I'll post it one of these days. Abraham Washington actually took it. He saw me at a Walmart, and we just laughed because I was driving, holding onto my crutches, and I had all my groceries all on the cart, and uh, and he just we just laughed, and uh, and it just uh, went overcome this. And, um, and, and I did, but I was, you know, doing the things to keep myself in shape, to give myself a fighting chance, which is what has made this a lot easier with this. Cause I have a blueprint on how to overcome really, really screwed up things. And had I felt sorry for myself and, you know, Oh, this dog, the doctor did this. I'm never going to overcome this. I'm going to WWE this. They didn't check on this. And like, if I just would have sat in that and in, 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 in that, bathed in that negativity, I would never have wrestled again. And never, and you know, and I've talked about that story with them trying to fire me. They did. And having, I was so strong and confident in myself and my belief in myself that I was going to overcome that adversity that WWE couldn't even fire me, that I kept my job and I came back and I did everything I told them I was going to do. And uh, until things got taken out of my hands on that, which is on that episode on that, but regardless you know, even too, you could look at my WWE career on from a creative standpoint of having everything, the world in my hands and having it taken away, not by anything of anyone's fault. Just that's what, you know, based off what I've told you guys, you know, and I remained optimistic the whole time. And that's what got me through. And eventually my body, the injuries, I had to get out and uh, to save myself. But I never, you know, a lot of times you'll see people when they're not being used as well. Also, you go back and watch in wrestling history. You know, Drew McIntyre is a perfect example, which I always say is, is a reflection of your true character. When his push was taken away, he wasn't his best, right? And I I went the other way where I got in better shape. I worked even harder. I actually, where they, they said they couldn't, from an in-ring standpoint, which I was the same regardless. I could have, it was just changing my style, working more with how we were being booked. But where at least the people in the office, Jesus, he's gotten even better. And I didn't, I didn't, I never had a bad attitude about anything. I just kept working harder and harder and harder and harder. And I've done that on everything in my life uh, when my back is up against the wall. So I have this blueprint kind of on these things. And these are the tips that I've gone to. And at the, even like I told you before, I knew what I was doing on some of it. They were there and, and they've never failed me. And that's what I want to share them with you guys. You know, in my back and shoulder, the same thing ties into the ankle. You know, two doctors, two different doctors telling me I needed a, a five disc fusion shoulder replacement at 34. No, that's not my story. But, you know, even if that was my story and say that, you know, I would find a way to then like I'm doing now, focusing on everything business wise. And I probably would be involved in wrestling from a commentating standpoint because I enjoy that as well. And I think that I I would just find a way to to focus on solutions, you know, if that was taken away, but it wasn't taken away because I haven't my I wasn't ready for it to be taken away. I've uh the, the career's not over by a long shot. And so and I have this blueprint of overcoming this stuff and this belief in myself that no matter what is handed to me, there's always a solution. And the solution for this was stem cells and vigorous rehab, you know, for the last few years, three and a half years now. And, and here we are. I gave myself a fighting chance, and now I'm in a position to uh, do great things once again. And I hope they had injuries don't play a part in overcoming adversity anymore in my life. <laughs> but they have up to this point. And it's just something, though, guys, 
this is why I preach the positive mindset and, you know, and I'm hoping we're going to be able to look back, you know, in my life and with all of us and, uh, and, and the more successful everything is in my wrestling career and feed me more nutrition and my podcasting and everything. And I hope in 10 years, we all look back and go, Holy fuck, this guy, he was telling us then. And, you know, I have some good experience up to this point, but I think, you know, success really helps, uh, hammer your point home. Uh, and I'm still in my, and what I'm proving success on now is still in a building phase and it will, it will be in a building phase for, you know, for the rest of my life. Every, you're always building, but it's the more successful things are you, the more valid your points uh, are, the, the more they, they are accepted by the masses. And that's just the way, way that it is. Uh, but yeah, guys, overcoming adversity. We all have it in different areas. And right now we're all, we're all dealing with it uh, with the way that 2020 in this world is going, but you know, 2020, and I put a lot of memes joking, oh, 2020 joking, and those are all in just for laughs. And I'm big on, on, on the laughs and entertainment, but we, you know, when they say that, when you, when we say this is the worst year ever, we got to change our self-talk, our dialogue. No, man, this is a year for huge opportunities. I learned a lot of valuable lessons this year. And this is, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can overcome and what we can do, because there's a lot of opportunities for greatness here moving forward. Yeah, there's a lot of bad, a lot of negative stuff has gone on, but we need to start empowering one another and having better conversations. And we can and we can do that individually on how we use social media. And the best thing we could do is, and I'm learning this the more and more in like with people, is we got to take away power from all the hate and the negativity. We we eliminate their power altogether and we just block them. And we don't, we don't, we don't engage because they want to argue. Mentally ill people want to argue. Don't be a part of it. Block it and don't be content enough not to even want to give them a response. And I've even done it where, you know, I, I respond in love at times and whatnot. I'm at a point now where I've just said, now I'm at, I've evolved it even further. I go, they are powerless. They don't even warn a response from me. They, they don't even, they're not even, it's, it's just, they're not even at that level. That's not, I don't, I'm not, I'm not engaging with them at all. Nothing they could do could penetrate me anymore. I've been through, had so much practice at this and that's what it does. And it's all steps in getting to this. Now they're powerless, completely powerless. We have to all make them powerless and we have to shut them out and block them. And no, not hate, not, just don't, we're not adding to the, to the, to their, to their mindset. We're not going to give their mindset any more attention. We're going to preach positivity, love and do our thing. And we're not going to take stand for shit stand stand uh for people's bullshit but we're not gonna we're not gonna fuel that hate any further they're powerless so and that's that's just my opinion on it but we got to do something to keep moving in the right direction definitely would like to talk to jericho again i like chris a lot man there's no i'm a big fan of chris just in, in the ring and out of the ring take a couple questions here before we wrap up today's show guys <laughs> Shine heat comeback finish, brother. Uh, thank you very much. Man, I love you guys in India as well, guys. You guys are great. I, I see all your comments all the time, and I'm very appreciative of all the all the love. Um I'm just taking a look to see if we uh yeah, don't give them your energy. And, you know, I get it. We all go through different things too, guys. Here's the other way, guys. We don't, we don't, don't distract ourselves with other people's business. Everyone's going through their own thing. And, you know, if somebody wants to feed into the trolls, let them just don't, just, just don't, don't add to it. <clears throat> I think that's a really, really big piece in all this is if we all just focus on ourselves, so many different, so many things get cleaned up. But we're reacting to other situations, like I said, the Philadelphia situation. There's a whole bunch of people reacting to something that has nothing to do with them. Right? And it's happened time and time again. You know, nothing's perfect, but if we there's a right way to do things in a wrong way. And it, it, it's but I'm telling you, this has never done me wrong when you know if, if I were to distract myself with everything going on, I wouldn't achieve anything in my life. I would be so unhappy and depressed. I wouldn't have everything that I have. And I think it's by focusing on ourselves and preaching and doing good, that's how we help the world one by one. That's how we do it, guys. 
And we got to, it's not blaming everybody else for our problems. It's not, you know, looking at a situation and, and wanting to form a, a harsh opinion over something, over someone that has nothing to do with your life. We got to take control of, of our lives individually, guys. And uh, that's my thoughts on all that. But guys, please check out my Feed Me More Nutrition, $4,000 Halloween cash giveaway, feedmemore.com. Last, less than three days left, guys, to get your orders in. And uh, yeah, other than that, you've just listened to another episode of The Ryback Show. Feed me more.